Yo, hello, welcome to Bag of Cans. Um, hello. I'm Joe. So I just, I'm literally just as soon as we started recording, then I put the shout goodbye. So I didn't want to shout goodbye back because it would have gone, hi, welcome to Bag of Cans. And then I've just immediately gone, bye. <laughs> that would have been a great podcast. <laughs> Better than some of ours. The type of podcast I'm in the mood for, to be honest. How are you? Great, mate. How are you? Fucking hot and tired. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking hot too. So really, really happy, I guess. It's too hot, isn't it? Might be too hot. Might be. Uh, we haven't done a podcast in I don't know how long. I th- what a while. We, we we're sort of doing those more frequent Euros ones. Um, yeah. And then we went and lost. And I think we just didn't want to talk about football because then you didn't have to deal with the trauma. Sounds pretty accurate. Do you want to talk about the Euros at all, or are we just going to continue that and completely skip over it? I feel in, a mo- in an emotional state to be able to talk about it very briefly. Go on, then. Um, Happy with the tournament? <sighs> now you've calmed down a bit? No. No, I'm not. Um, a few weeks of excellent memories... Um, excellent time with friends, far too much money spent, far too much damage to the body, but I didn't care because England were winning. It was great. And everything was fine and dandy up until the 61st minute of that final (laughs) when Italy scored. And we have still have had the biggest chance to win a major tournament that we'll probably ever had have. God's sake, it's going well. Um, and a tactically naive Gareth Southgate, who I'd since put my entire trust in, didn't naive. take that opportunity. He decided to not make any positive... I'm not sure shape. I agree with naive. It's tactically naive. Of course it is. I don't, think, I don't necessarily think it's naive. I think maybe it's just wrong. I'd say naive in the sense that he thought that Italy were going to come on strong and absolutely rip as a new one. Don't get me started on the selection of penalty takers that hadn't kicked a ball in God knows how long. And the first thing that they were told to do was take a penalty. I'm not finished just yet. Um, Was to take a penalty in the biggest penalty shootout in English football history. Who would you have over the penalty takers? Any of the players that were warm and experienced. Any of them? Raheem Sterling, Jack Grealish, any of them. Sorry, mate, some cunt's trying to ring me. Not sorry, so you had, uh, sorry, who's you have? Grealish? Any of them. Grealish, uh, Trippier, not Trippier, he wasn't on the pitch at that point, was he? Um, Shaw, Sterling, Grealish. I've seen Stones chip a penalty down the middle. I, I understand taking it over Sancho. I don't agree with someone taking it over Rashford. Which is literally what I just said, if you're listening, if your phone didn't go oh, off. I'm sorry, mate. Blame Tom. Blame um, load of bollocks. I'm putting all that pressure on a 19-year-old kid that's never taken a penalty for his club. And yeah, I get the fifth penalty taker in a Euros final. <laughs> Yeah, bollocks. I, 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 I don't really, I don't really well. agree with the Saka thing, but I, I agree with the Sancho one. I, I, I probably would have had someone. Sancho one, and not the Saka one. 
because Sancho has, has just gone on the pitch. So I agree with what you're saying about not having Sancho taking one. Um, but I don't I don't really feel that strongly about the Saka one. Yeah, I get it, but never mind. I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think, looking at that Italian team, how many of them are, are actual proper penalty takers? You know, like week in, week out. Because we've only got Kane and then Rashford until United signed Bruno. And the Italians have got Jorginho. I don't know if anyone else in their team regularly takes penalties. Whether they do or don't, we just should have been more sensible with it. Possibly. And we weren't. There's no possibly about well, it. Not, I don't know. I, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. And I know that we're, we're doing this to, to have a conversation about it. So we're probably going to disagree on it. But I, I'm, I'm just not... I don't know. I, I'm not so certain that different players, the, the outcome's different. The, the moment that really felt like it completely changed it is Rash, Rashford's not going in. I mean, that goes in and, and everyone, I think we win it and then it, it misses and you sort of just get that feeling that, that maybe that was the moment where it all slipped away. And, and when you look at... Well, no, because we had two penalties left. Yeah, but I just thought the, sort of, the, the sort of the... I don't know, sort of the attitude of it sort of changed. The momentum felt like it changed. And when you see, and this this ties into what you're this ties into what you're saying about maybe they shouldn't have been pay, taking penalties. But you look at the Sancho and you look at the Saka penalties, and they're very much like the Kane penalty against Denmark, where they're penalties without conviction. They're safe penalties. They put it in like what is a dream for a keeper. Nice height, not struck with much power. Just almost scared to miss so they don't try and score they're more just trying not to miss which in reality is a, is a surefire way to actually miss him so I, th- I think I probably would have liked to see Grealish take one because you, you get the impression that he's sort of confident in any situation don't you Shaw was taking every set piece for us why would he not take one yeah yeah it's brain dead whether you like it or not <laughs> absolutely brain dead I don't think I am ready to talk about it. No, I don't think you are either, to be honest, mate. Ah, well. Good tournament all in all, but disappointing end, I think, is a fair summary. Um, I don't think we got I don't think we got any predictions right. I think I was closest with England winning it, but uh turns out we're not very good at predicting stuff. Oh well. Although I don't know, did you have Denmark down as a dark horse? Pretty sure I did. Oh, I had Portugal, so that one didn't go so well. Portugal as a dark horse, even though they yeah. won it last time. Yeah, I think I did mitigate it a little bit with that kind of thing. I maybe said someone else as well, but I can't be fucked to go back and listen. Um, well, that's enough for the Euros. Yeah, fuck we'll it. win the World Cup next year. Well, we fuck. Who wants to win the fucking Euros when you can win the big one? Uh, there's, well, we're sort of in that. We're in silly season of the transfer window at the minute. Uh, have you seen any sort of transfers come through? Seen any weird ones? Anything worth knowing? Yeah. Gareth Bale to Cardiff. <laughs> he's, still, he's still banging his drum. Apparently he's still favourite with the bookies, yeah. How, yeah. how sexy would he look in that nice new pink kit? It is a nice kit, isn't it? I actually wrote down earlier, kits, for something to talk about. 
Fucking hell, we are. Shows how fucking desperate we are, isn't it? Seen, uh, have you seen some of the signings that Benitez has got at Everton? Is it not video of him where he, says, where he randomly says Donna Kebab after 23 seconds? No. Please tell me you've seen it. Well, it must right. be, but there's just a video where he's in a press conference and he says, scroll to 23 seconds and he just goes Donna Kebab. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Benitez? Yeah. Well, I've not seen that. Um, I didn't, he signed Damari Gray, who plays for Bayer Leverkusen. When the fuck did Damari Gray sign? It's <laughs> a weird one, that isn't it? He? he went there in January, apparently. I thought he was sat on Leicester's bench. Yeah, he, he did that for five years, but no, he's been at Leverkusen since January. Who um, else has he signed? And he signed someone proper random. Well, he's got oh, a couple of fans. <laughs> Wait, imagine being an Everton fan, and this time last year you've got Ancelotti. Rodriguez has signed. Like, start of the season, do you remember when we were in Poland and Rodriguez whipped in that free kick? You're like, fucking hell, they won four games in a spin, they're flying. Yeah. Fast forward less than 12 months. Ancelotti's <laughs> fucked off back to Real Madrid. We've got Rafa Benitez, who, who hasn't done anything other than keep a, a Newcastle team not as high as Steve Bruce has been able to do. And his Marquis first signings. But Damari Gray for 1.5 million. Asmir Begovic on a free. Begovic, that was it. And Andros fucking Townsend. And it turns out that one of his best players is the fiddler. <laughs> Allegedly. He's a fiddler. Yeah, an alleged <laughs> fiddler. Oh. <laughs> He's a fucking... That's a stinking 12 months size, isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Poor Tony Bowie. Oh, as long as he gets home safe to his wife and kids. <laughs> Other rogue transfers. Man City have signed Scott Carson on a free from Derby. Well, he's been there for years on loan, hasn't he? Yeah. I guess so. Had his first game for him in like three years, apparently, towards the end of the season. He just ticks that English one, I think British box of the um, squad list, I believe. Yeah. And he, he did he, the same way for years, was it? What's his name, Wright? Say that again. What was the goalkeeper's name? Oh, Richard Wright. He was on the books for City for about eight years and never made an appearance or something. Yeah. Oh, I might have completely made that up, but I'm pretty sure it was the case. <laughs> just making up player transfers now. Yeah. To be honest, I've just scrolled through the signings and there's nothing really all that exciting. We're sort of just in a bit of a dead, dead time of the year, you I think. a problem if they sign Varane and Sancho. Yeah, great signings those two, aren't they? Really good. I listened to um, a clip of Jamie O'Hara once again proving that he knows absolutely nothing about football since hanging oh, up his boots. God on him. They were asking him about signing Varane. Varane. How do you say Varane? Varane. Varane. I drive a Lexus. Um, <laughs> at United and saying, <laughs> like, what do you think about it? And he's there going, yeah, well, you've got to ask, why is he leaving Real Madrid? Like, if he's that good, why is he leaving Real Madrid? That's, he's you know, on pittance. <laughs> you know how he's come out, Jamie, and said that uh, he wants a different challenge because he's won the Champions League four times. And then it went, what do you think about that as a pairing? And he said, you know, top class, world class, fair enough. And then he goes, the only thing I worry about is pace. Pace? What, the pace. quickest centre-off in the world? <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking prick, isn't he? He, um, I was going to hold he back was, a bit then. But. 
Tubes off Soccer AM has a golf YouTube channel, which I've probably mentioned before. And he does this thing where he gets footballers on and they do like four four hole challenge thing. And they got O'Hara on it, who, by the way, is an exceptionally good golfer, but the biggest prick on planet Earth. (laughs) He is the most dismissive, arrogant, cocky tool for a failed footballer who finished his career at Billericay Town. I don't know where he gets his stones from, that bloke. That'll do. Was, was he a really good golfer though? Yeah. I think he's, fucking, he's a freak, mate. I think he plays off like three. Yeah. You played this week? No, I'm giving up on golf. Is that bad? Until next week. Yeah. Just till um, I just saw something that interests me. Have you seen that Christopher Ayer, that massive Norwegian from Celtic, gone to Brentford? Yes. Imagine him and Janssen at the back. Yeah, pretty hot, pretty Ethan, tall. Eh? Ethan Pinnock's a big lad as well. Um, they've just signed someone else from one of the European leagues. who's a pretty good footballer. I think there'll be a problem next year, Brentford. They've got a very Premier League style of football. They've got Sarmiento from Benfica, and they've got Mwepu from Red Bull Salzburg. Probably that Mwepu. Yeah, one of them that I was thinking of. No, that's actually bollocks. I'm reading from Brighton. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> yeah, that was the one I thought about. Fucking <laughs> Jamie O'Hara. Uh, they got Frank Onyeka from FC Midland. That's who I was thinking about. Is it actually? <laughs> yeah, but I've actually never heard of him before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just silly season, this, isn't it? We can just say whatever the fuck we want. They're going to finish. They're going to do what Bournemouth did when they first went. I think they're going to be a carbon copy of Bournemouth. You think they're going to stay up? I think they'll stay up for two or three years and then they'll just fade away. Which is which is is good for their size of club. Yeah, sure. That's no, that's no, uh, that's no, no insult, is it? I'm trying to think. He's cool. I don't want to do any sort of predictions until. Oh, I tell you, what we can talk about. Go on, then, boss. Dan Patterson will massively appreciate some of the recruitment that Villa are. Um, Touted to make or have already made. Well, they've signed Wendia and Ashley Young. All of it. Yeah, like and then works. They've got what's his name from? Uh, not Benfica, or is it Benfica? Can't remember. Winger, very good footballer. Um, and the fact that they're likely going to get Grealish on another contract. Yeah, sounds like he and wants to stay. So much time for that. I've seen a few bits and bobs. I can't remember who else it was. Anyway, they don't. They look like they're doing some good. Yeah, good I business. think they could probably do with. I'd like a left back if I was Villa. No, yeah, that might target's a baller, mate. I think he's good. You reckon? Yeah. Maybe I'm just thinking about that team. I like Matty Cash a lot at right back, and Mings and Concer are doing well. Matty Cash is now shagging Katie off Love Island. That mean nothing to you, but she's lovely. She? Nice girl. Yeah. Went to Wimbledon together. Why is she on Love Island then? No, she was on it like three years ago. Oh, right. I was going to say, that's a bit of fucking... Imagine finding out your bird's <laughs> cheating on you. Just flick on ITV. <laughs> Wait a minute, I reckon I was there. <laughs> Thought she was working late. Um, this is one I don't you know got opinion on, but I know we've got an Arsenal fan or two listen. You know that William Saliba, the Arsenal centre-half? Oh, yeah, that new one. Yeah, they got him like last year, I think. Yeah. And he didn't even get in their Europa League squad or anything. Yeah. 
and they sent him back out loan again this year, yeah. but back to France. Would you not think that if you're a big club and you've got big hopes for a player and you've already loaned him out once, you'd loan him back out to the, at least the Premier League? Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Have you seen that they want to sign, what's his name too? Aaron Ramsdale for like 30 million. I really, I really hope that's silly season in the journalists, you know, like summer holiday transfer rumours. Because that's absolutely what, gibberish. If I was Ben White, there'd be absolutely no chance that I'd be signing for Arsenal. He's really? He's better, absolutely, 100%. I'd sooner have another year at Brighton, up my stock even more, and yeah. wait for a move to one of the proper big boys. Because Arsenal, let's have it right, are a mid-table Premier League team, like all on put. I know what you mean. I think that, like if you if you go to it's not that it's not a step up because obviously it is, but I suppose it's a worry that if you get to Arsenal, you end up stuck there. Exactly. If, if you go it's a step with a, up, but you can't get any further. Yeah, if you go with a fifty million pound price pound price tag, you're not going to be leaving for big money anytime soon, yeah. And they're not going to let you go on the cheap, so you're sort of just trapped there for three, four years, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to leave football a bit there because we're going to keep this short because um, we haven't done this in a while, so we're sort of easing ourselves back in. Last few times, we've just been chatting shit about football, about the Euros. Um, mm. And also, hopefully, there'll be more transfers and shit next time. Yeah. Uh, quick one. Have you seen the footage of Neil Warnock walking around with yes. signed photos of himself in a bum bag? That bloke is the b- best human being on planet Earth. <laughs> I, wa- I want to just, like, adopt him or just live vicariously through him. He's just brilliant, isn't he? He's amazing. It's a shame that he's at Borough. Because I hate Borough. I don't have an opinion on Borough, which is even worse. I just got like, horrible. The ground's in a shithole of a place. Yeah, Middlesbrough. Yeah, but even the part of Middlesbrough that it's in is a absolute dump niche nearby it the away fans get put in this like little social club in the middle of borough good scran though palmy or whatever you call it um okay boxing we've got to talk about this again so we'll, Aliza us back in with easy stuff Fury Wilder been postponed I'm shocked, so shocked. Never saw it coming. <laughs> Fuck the pair of them. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. I, I can't oh, say I'm surprised. Have you seen how... Let's, let's just scoot past them two. Let's talk about the big daddy. Big Papa, Alexander Usyk. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Joshua, Alexander Usyk, fighting at Tottenham Stadium. I don't think that'll happen either. 25th of September. Don't think it'll happen. Why? COVID? Yeah. Any fights you do think? <laughs> um, Lee Wood against Kanji. When's that? Soon. Yeah. Not uh, represent. Before the, War- the Warrington card, I think. Not sure. Um, um, but a- let's just talk about AJ for a minute. Yeah. That resume. Finally, people are coming around to the fact that this geezer fights whoever wherever, and it's what the boxing purists would describe as a throwback fighter. 
fight I'm not sure about the wherever, but yeah, I take your point. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in agreement with you about his, his record. It's unbelievable. It's it's ridiculous. The only two the only two people that are missing off it, which will hopefully happen in the next eighteen months, are Fury and Wilder. Um, but other than that, it's a who's who of the heavyweight game, isn't it? Yep. It really is. Uh, how do you see that fight going? I think Joshua's just a bit too big for him. I think I agree. As, as a, really I, good fight. It, it, it'd be really interesting to see how Usyk approaches a top, top guy. This is what I was going to say, because I think if Usyk tries to... Well, he's never going to match him size-wise, is he? But if he tries to take away that advantage or at least minimalise it, he's going to lose... It's, so much of what he's already got. Yeah, because he's because he is a. I wouldn't say he's a, a come forward fighter. He does come forward, but he, he does everything, doesn't he? He's a complete boxer, but he likes yeah. to t- he likes to keep touching the opponent. He likes to keep peppering. Likes to stay on the front foot in a way that he likes to keep the opponent off balance. You watch him against some of his opponents, and he's always on that front foot in a sense of trying to control the fight, trying to dictate things. Um, he's just he's not even a big cruiserweight though, is he? Like he's a good size. He's not huge though, is he? he like you look at Lawrence Akoli and you're like, "Fuck me, he's a big cruiserweight." His frame looks like it could carry a massive heavyweight, doesn't it, Akoli? Yeah, absolutely. I think Usyk's put on a lot of weight. I, I was hearing something from his promoter a few months back about sort of the aim was putting on X amount of weight. I can't remember the numbers. Not that it matters, but they were you know trying to negate that disadvantage yeah. that he clearly has. But yeah, of course, you don't want to go too big, dear. We've had that before with Joshua where conversations about is he too big, is he too muscular? Yeah. Good fight though. Really looking yeah, forward it is. to it. I suppose we'll give that a bit more attention closer to the time. You know what date it is? 25th of September. Oh yeah, you're not going. Sorry, never mind. It's the same day as Cortina's in Manchester. Manchester. That's so, good. You want to try what time's that'll be until you miss the fight? I think it'll be more so getting in somewhere for the fight straight away afterwards. Sure. Because I doubt that'll... I don't know. We'll see. We shall um, see. Olympics. Did you know that the pros are allowed to enter the Olympics? Really? Yeah. Big phrase, Clark's going to win gold, isn't he? I hope so. He's been trying for long enough. Yeah, but he's, he ain't got anyone in the way this time, has he? I don't know who fought in 2016 at the heavyweights for us. Joyce. Oh, Joyce, of course it was. There you go. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. So, yeah, he's finally out of the shadow. He's been to the last two Olympics, but just as part of, like, the yeah. cheerleader, really. Isn't there still talks of it all being... I think it'd be a bit tough now because sports have started. They haven't done the opening ceremony yet, but um, some of the other sports start before, and there's been a load of football. And Imagine, imagine training for, well, it's been five years now, hasn't it? Yeah, and then getting COVID the week before or whatever. I feel sorry as well. Someone like Fraser Clark, who's been trying to get to the Olympics for so long, mm. and he's—I mean—he's always going to have. I went to the Olympics, but it's such a shame that there's not going to be any crowd there to really like soak it all in. If you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, uh, we're going to keep it short because you need to go get your hair cut, and I need to go and do some stuff. I kind of want another lie down. Um. Some very, very quick trivia. Yep, go on. Olympic boxing, GB. Yeah, fucking no chance. Go on. How, <laughs> how many medals do you think we've got since since and including the 2000 Olympics? Fucking hell. 
Male and female, I'm assuming. Male and female. <laughs> but female <laughs> boxing's not been at all of them. It's <laughs> only been for the last couple. Including the 2000 Olympics. Yes. So what's, how many Olympics is that? 2004, 8, 12, 16, five games. Five games. I'm going to go 24. Oof. No, nah, we had some lean years before, before London. Oh, really? Yeah. Go on. Unlucky for some. 13 medals. Now, can you name the five gold medalists since 2000s, male and female? There's six gold medals in total. There's five people who have gotten Joshua. Joshua. Campbell. Campbell. Adams. Adams has got two. Is there still five people there? There's still five people, and I've accidentally closed it, so I've got to try and remember who the other ones are. Yeah. Khan, did Khan win bronze, or did he win gold? I think he won silver. Who have you said? Adams, Joshua, and was it Campbell? Campbell, yeah. Right, so the other two are... are Coley? No. So one of them, one of them is relatively recently retired. Last few years, shit house. I ain't got a clue, mate. Competed in two thousand eight. Um, super middleweight in the pro game. James DeGale. James DeGale. Now, one to go. It's another Are we 12? We're not. This is the oldest one. This is 2000. It's not. What's his name? Is it Lennox? No. No, you're about a decade late for that. For that. About a decade <laughs> late. <laughs> it's 2000. So he would have been. So how old would this fella be now? He's long gone. You're not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> Any office fans there? Um, <laughs> <laughs> free love, man. Free love, free love. He is born in 1971, so he's 50 now. Well, he's 50 this year. He won a gold medal in 2000. Um, he did turn pro. Didn't have the best of careers. Uh, sort of known as a known as a three four round fighter, heavyweight. No idea. Fought David Hay, um, and they've stood in the oh. press conference. They stood behind like the chain link fence. Audley Harrison. Audley Harrison. <laughs> Should have just said Big Brother. That would have given it. Away. Would you have got it? I don't think I saw that one. Not a massive Big Brother watcher. No, I'm not either. Right, I've got to shoot. Right, mate, you got a final word before you shoot? Um, for anyone in the area. <laughs> tomorrow which is the 23rd of July 2021 the big hitting fast stumping quick bowling Tom Stanley is making his cricket return um, at Goosedale in um, Bestwood Village in a 
reunion game 2020. Be there, don't miss it. Good night. How many, you, how many runs do you reckon you're going to say? Score. I reckon four off the edge down to third man and then bold next ball. So you reckon you got four? I'll get four. Yeah. And how many, how many wickets are you going to take? At least one. Wow. So you're giving yourself that introduction and you reckon you're going to get four runs and take one wicket. Do you know how high this standard of cricket is? <laughs> Not very, I imagine. No, it's absolutely <laughs> dog shit. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, enjoy. Thanks for uh, listening. We're back um, and we'll see you in the future. Bye. Bye.